Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Hysterical History. I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And this is Hysterical History, a broad we, perspective. We said, well, it's well a, I'm just doing yep. the whole title. Yep. It's a broad perspective. Yep. Because we're that, ladies. That's Alexis. That is. And that's Haley. Yep. <laughs> I think all of our bases are covered as far as facts about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not experts. No. I do have a degree in history, but it's a bachelor's, so really I don't. It's more like a license to continue learning officially. Right. Exactly. It's not like I'm an official about anything, especially because I was allowed to take pretty much any history class. So I just took a whole bunch of random ones mostly. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. So. Right. But yeah, there's no like basket weaving history courses. I mean, there might be. Not that I could take it. WSU. (laughs) I mean, Uh, I guess that'd be fun if you could do it. Sure. I, I don't think I'd want to, though. It sounds kind of stupid. Maybe if they taught me how to weave different baskets from, like, different regions of the world in different time periods, that'd be kind of fun. And then they, like, wove in oh. cultural cultural <laughs> meaning into the syllabus. That would be pretty cool, actually. I would take that class. It's mostly for the pun. <laughs> yeah, they just really like puns, so <laughs> they got a class but, for it. <laughs> but, like, you just know that that would be the class that would it'd be one of those 8 a.m. classes. Right. Or it'd be like 5 p.m. where you're like, I have to go uh, home already. I can't do this. I'm hungry. I don't want to do a basket weaving at 5 p.m. No. no, 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 I won't do it. Literally, no one likes basket weaving that much. No, nobody does. No it'd one be, likes it. It'd be like one of those combo classes, though. It'd be like history slash uh, like arts credit of some sort. Right. Yeah. Uh, you'd be and so be much like more a display thing at the end of class. Right. And you'd be like, gosh, my basket looks stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I pick 14th century South Asia? Everything. I don't know what their baskets look like at all. I'm just making something up. I'm really, really curious now. Uh, Email us with pictures of 14th century Southeast Asia baskets. Right. Please do. (laughs) I'm sure they do. They just still make baskets now. Uh, I'm curious if they're woven, though. Mm, That's a good point. Anyway, I mean, they've got, if they're baskets there, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you're good. I just want to point out this is not related at all to what we're talking about, which is not baskets. Zero percent related. Right. Um, this is what makes a good historian is that they get one tiny thing they're interested in. They just keep at it. That's how you get all of the books about all of the weird things that are so specific. Yeah. The thing that makes good comedy is the same thing that makes good history. Extremely specific rants. Yeah. With friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Collaborated rants. Oh my gosh, anyway. I need to talk about I need to talk about the bone wars at some point. Please do. I know nothing about them. Oh, it's so good. Anyway. But that's not today. Today is Today. Today is um I didn't really have a topic, so I picked one kind of randomly from our list I heard about, and then I saw one that I had not heard about, which was um, I forget how it was phrased in our list. It was like sky meat. This is probably said sky meat, yeah. <laughs> Falling sky meat. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Which I have read about before, but only a little. <laughs> like what? What the hell is that? Yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> and just like that's. It literally sounds like a plague of Egypt. Like 
and then meat ran down on their face from the sky. Like it kind of is because they did have frogs. They did they, right. but did the frogs rain down or were the frogs? I don't just think so. There? I think they just had an infestation of frogs. They just had. But where did the frogs come from? God. But where where did where did God put the frogs? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I Maybe God, because if God put the frogs in the, the stratosphere, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's actually pretty high up. If he put them there, they yeah. would fall down as like frozen, weird. fiery icicle frogs. <laughs> Anyway, but it's not about frogs. <laughs> it would be very distressing to anyone if that happened. Uh, let me see. I'm and the actually, sky meat was not in Egypt. And I'm actually looking up. Uh, I'm glad we're just rambling. So I'm looking up exactly how we phrased it. We phrased it okay. sky raining meat. Sky raining meat. Well, that's pretty accurate description. Which, as you do, I plugged into Wikipedia. First yep. uh, result, Kentucky sky meat. Yep. <laughs> It's almost funny that it's Kentucky, too, just because of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Like, and then it ran meat out of the sky. <laughs> Kentucky meat shower. But it wasn't fried chicken. Right, because Kentucky's good for two things. I would have said horses and whiskey. Uh, that's fair. Because um, the derby. And then fried chicken i guess but i never want to associate kentucky with meat ever again right that's fair ever again because it's weird because this happened this is real all right tell us what happened so the kentucky meat shower uh occurred in an episode of several minutes uh on march 3rd 1876 Mm -hmm. um when what appeared to be Hunks, flakes of raw red meat fell from the sky. Just fell from the sky. Which is just like the one of the most disturbing things that could just fall out of the sky. Just flesh of anything. I can't think of um, hmm. anything more disturbing. I, maybe if it was just like blood. I guess, but this is like hunks of flesh. Just pieces right. of it. It's not. Nope. In a Wikipedia says like a hundred by fifty yard area. Okay. Near uh Rankin and Bath County, Kentucky. I don't know where that is. Don't know. Shout anyone. out to Rankin and Bath County. Holla. If hey. you're from there, send us an email. <laughs> send us a me- email if one of your ancestors did the horrible thing that I'm about to describe. Yep. Oh my god. Uh so most of the pieces were they're pretty small. Like around mm-hmm. uh, two two inches square. Okay. One was about like four inches. Sorry so for like, all the people who use metric. I just need you to look it up. Uh, five centimeters. Oh, hey, uh, Haley knows. Uh, Never ten, mind. Ten centimeters. There you go. Um, it was reported in the Scientific American and the New York Times mm-hmm. and a couple other publications at the time. This is 1876. Right. Uh, so they they thought at first that it was beef. Uh, I think the Scientific American said it was beef. Okay. Uh, so here's like the first kicker is that two people tasted it. Oh, gosh. Why? No. Two no. people tasted it. They tasted the sky meat. Did they cook it? Like, does it say? <laughs> it doesn't say. Because, like, <laughs> I mean, I guess it would be better. But I'm also just like, this it isn't. 
It doesn't say. I, I would say that this is so ridiculous, but like obviously, if anybody knows the story of Moses, there's like God sends manna from heaven. But I want to make it clear that manna was like bread. Oh, and I didn't I would, know that. It's basically that. bread. And I would trust bread a lot more from the sky, especially if God told me he was going to send it to me, than raw meat that God didn't talk to me about. I mean, bread can go moldy, but it doesn't go like rancid. It isn't from a living thing. Exactly. You and don't like, cut it off of a, a, a living no. being. And and once again, like if you believe in like what the Bible says, God told Moses that was going to happen. So it's not like just random and then you eat it just because i don't are these people starving i i, I don't know because i feel like even if i was i would not eat the freaking sky meat dude it, it just occurred to me that it never once occurred to me that they would like pick it up and take it home and cook it in my mind <laughs> in my mind it. in my mind they're just like oh sky meat and they just picked it up and oh. ate it Ugh. which just even <laughs> even just eating raw meat just straight up is pretty gross especially red oh. meat like fish maybe oh. but like red meat don't do that but especially when it came from the sky and you don't know why or don't how. eat the sky meat don't eat the sky meat oh my oh what are you doing don't do this it fell on the ground <laughs> from who knows where. <laughs> right. This isn't why is normal. That, why is that one of my objections? It fell on the ground. It's dirty. No, you don't know where it came from. It Five came from second space. Rule, Haley. <laughs> if it hits the ground or it came from space, don't eat it. Well, yeah, least, especially if you're outside. <laughs> if you're outside. Well, you have if space is outside. Well, I know. But I mean, if you drop food like on your kitchen floor, I'm like, eh. You kind of know where the your kitchen's been. It's you kind of you kind of know. Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> for some reason, I always thought manna was like a, a goldish, honeyish liquid. I'm almost positive it's like supposed to be bread, but I might be wrong. Oh no! I mean, yours makes way more sense. I think mine is <laughs> uh, sort of based on video games. Ah, uh, they do eat a lot of honey in the Bible, yeah. so. Uh, so, B.F. Ellington, local hunter, thought it was bear meat. Okay. Um, have you had named... bear meat before? Uh, I feel like Alaska? I have. <laughs> I feel like I have, actually. Not a I lot. Have. It's it's not it's not like the best meat. It's very hard to get good bear yeah. meat. I I've had it in patty form, um, and uh, it was okay. It just tasted like tough cow meat, and it wasn't very flavorful. Yeah, like it's hard to get. It, yes, it's hard to get like tasty bear meat. Yeah, but it was fine. I yeah. didn't. They they fed it to me without telling me. Mm-hmm. They just gave me a burger, and I assumed it was a cow. And then they all stared at me all dinner. And then yeah. <laughs> at the end, they were like, "Did you like it?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then they're like, "It was bear." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, I hate I hate when people do that. I would it's rather so know weird. beforehand. I hate I when mean, people don't tell me because then if I knew beforehand, yeah. I could like savor it and consider it. Right. But, well, but they want to trick you. They want to trap you. Totally. Well, and this was the first time I had eaten at their house. So it was just weird because they were all staring at me. But like, <laughs> I thought maybe yeah. it's just because I hadn't eaten there before. So they were just like interested in me. I don't know. Right. Especially because like as a cow goes, it's not very good. Right. So yeah. you don't want to be rude. It's like, well, your your beef patty is not great. Right. Like maybe you could have got some better meat. <laughs> Anyway, he thought anyway, it was bear. He thought he thought it was bear. The the two gentlemen, I feel like um one of the other sources I have up might name the two gentlemen, but this one doesn't. They thought it was mutton or venison. 
Um, writing in the Sanitarian, uh, a guy named Leopold Brandis, Brandis, okay. Brandis, identified the substance as Nostoc, a genus of cyanobacteria. I, what does that mean? Um, let me see. Let me look up Nostoc. Because that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, uh, cyanobacteria is just a, a kind of bacteria. Okay. Um, the cyano is is from, like, their their color. Okay. Cyano being, like, the color, uh, like, cyan. Yeah, blue. Um, and they obtain their energy from the sun. Okay. Kind of more plant-based. Okay. So he's just uh, identifying a bacteria on the meat, but not what the meat is. Oh. Okay, so Nostoc is... Uh, I mean, it's the, it's this bacteria, but it forms colonies. It looks kind of like a slime or a, like a like a sort of a mold, but sort of like a lichen. So I could see that. It's also very green, though. Like I would not see this and be like, "Oh, it's meat," right? And like, "Oh, I should eat it," right? Like hmm, maybe I'll put it in my mouth and see what it is. <laughs> no. Oh my god. <laughs> So, uh, Brandis passed the meat sample to the Newark Scientific Association for further analysis, leading to a letter from Dr. Alan McLean Hamilton, Mm. featured in the medical record, stating that the meat had been identified as lung tissue from either a horse or a human infant. Oh, gosh. They might have eaten baby lungs. Don't eat sky meat. No, because it could be baby lungs. Are baby lungs and horse lungs like real similar scientifically? I guess they're. Uh, I guess they are, right? This is my. I mean, this is like in the eighteen hundreds. Maybe they're not so good at you know. I mean, big I'm science. impressed that that like this much was done. That's gone through right. like several scientific routes. They've analyzed the tissue. They're True. doing pretty good. They're actually trying. Uh, oh, there's a quote, structure of the organ in these two cases being almost identical. That's kind of weird. That is weird. Hmm. I, w- I would have assumed like pig lung maybe, but horse is very right, strange to me. We're pretty closely related to pigs in a lot of DNA ways. Then again, maybe just because Kentucky, they're like, we've never seen the inside of a pig, but we sure know what horses look like. <laughs> That's so weird. But yeah, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> they don't, well, they do Kentucky fried chicken. They don't do fried pork, so. It's true. We know chickens. We know... Horses. Horses, we know babies. We That's all we know. I don't know nothing about no pigs. <laughs> what is that voice? I'm so sorry, Kentucky, if that's not know. what you sound like. Yeah, we're really prejudiced against Southern people as far as their voices. <laughs> I'm from clearly. Alaska. Yeah, and, and I'm from, from Washington. <laughs> so we're like the least South possible. We have no idea what your world is. I've never actually met a Southern person, I'm going to be honest, that I know. So uh, I have relatives from West Virginia, but that's like that's different. They, they, their their history specifically excludes them on yeah. a, like a technicality. That's true. And like they have a lot of different accents there, and like hmm, their culture is a lot different. I feel like, right? But anyway, so Sky the might be baby lungs. <laughs> you might have eaten an infant. <laughs> Disturbing. Did these people did it- <laughs> read these articles and they were like, oh God, like I have to go Ooh. kill myself now? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I don't know if the, those two gentlemen were like, hmm, tastes like mutton or baby. Right. Which, like, I, not to I be hecked up. <laughs> I hecked up real bad. Not to be weird about it, but I've read some articles about what people taste like from people who have eaten people. 
Same. Um, I'm so interested in it that. It is very interesting. And it's like, somebody said chicken, and I'm like, I don't believe you ever. That's just the Everything thing. tastes like chicken. Everyone always says that. Um, a lot of people said pig, which makes sense to me. Um, and then some people said veal, though, and or mutton. And I was like, okay. Um, that kind of makes sense, too, that we're like lean-ish meat. Yeah, um, sure. So, like, maybe that's true. It did taste like mutton or veal, but it might have been baby lungs. So, ooh, interesting. And also, it's lung, right? Which is a very, a very different mm-hmm. like tissue than eating like a thigh or just like a high density muscle, right? Interesting. So maybe I told, that's why. I, did I tell you once that I went through a long phase of like I I love all basically all kinds of pork. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went through a phase of not being able to eat basically any pork except for maybe bacon, uh, because I'm like, this could be people and I wouldn't know. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> like I couldn't eat pork chops. I'm like, oh, I oh, love man. pork chops, but I can't. You just watch. This could be, this could be human. I wouldn't know. You watch Sweeney Todd too many times and then you're like, oh man. Oh, I wouldn't know. Those people love those people pies. Hmm. And it would still be so good is the thing. Right. It would still be so good. Maybe. I don't know. Well, my my favorite example of those things was this dude who got like something removed, but because of that, like, and he, or like a piece of his hip bone or something. And um, there was still like a little chunk of flesh on it. And he was like, oh, this is a fun experiment. So he ate a piece of himself. They let, they, so they let how did that conversation? Okay, because like, he was oh, like, sure. I wanted to use it for something. So they were like, okay, I mean, it's you, so whatever. Sure. You know, like when people keep their tonsils in crap, and you're just like, this is the creepiest thing in the world. Don't whatever, do Whatever, man. Tonsil fairy's going to give you a whole dollar for those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. Anyway. So what did he say? Oh, he just, he said it didn't taste very good. He, like, boiled it or something. He didn't, like, spice it or anything. Don't Um, boil meat. What a weirdo. I think he said it tastes like pig. I don't know. Boiling meat is weird. I agree. I mean, unless you're going to do, like, a really nice soup or something, and boiling is just the start of the operation. Sure. Don't do that. Don't just, like, like, put a a meat in boiling water and then take it out and eat it right. that's terrible you never do that no i like i would do what i always do with all meat and i'd put some johnny salt on it right not sponsored yet <laughs> this has been historical cannibalism with Haley and alexis brought to you by johnny salt no not actually <laughs> <laughs> not yet not yet anyway. not yet uh, so the sample was backed up by moral analysis. The two okay. samples of meat were identified as lung tissue. Oh, three, is, three were muscle and two were cartilage, so it wasn't just lung tissue. Okay. Uh, the Nostock theory relied on the fact that <clears throat> uh, that organism swells into a jelly-like mass when rain hits it. Okay. Um, and kind of gives the impression that it was falling with the rain interesting this i'm sort of just like reading with wikipedia and that line doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make it doesn't explain how it got in the sky right this is not an aerial species yeah whatever this is horses or babies (laughs) don't usually fly and then none of these are explaining the basic into meat chunks (laughs) basic Basic problem here. Yeah. Uh, some guy named Charles Fort 
uh, pointed out in his first book, the Book of the Damned, that there Ooh. had been no rain. So, oh snap! Oh snap! Who's Charles Fort? I don't know, but he thinks it's Satan. <laughs> American writer and researcher who specialized in anomalous phenomena. Anomalous, anomalous, <laughs> anomalous phenomena. The the terms Fortian and Fortiana, Fortina. Don't know. I I don't think I've ever seen that word in writing. I have not either. Um, used to characterize such various such phenomena. Oh. So uh, apparently famous. I've never heard of him. He's like a he's like a cryptologist or something. <coughs> Weird. Yeah, apparently he's influenced um, science fiction. Oh. I suppose. Well, good for him. Um. Oh gosh. I want to read some of the references down at the bottom of this Wikipedia page because they're pretty great. Please do. Uh, one of them's called Flesh Descending in a Shower. <laughs> oh, gosh. That is the original New York Times article from 1876. <laughs> See, I'm also like, I want to say to people, because it's probably like, this sounds like a hokey thing that people just made up. Like, the New York Times reported on it. And I understand that, like, sometimes they're wrong and sometimes people just make stuff up. But it was also, like, tested in labs. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel right. like it's just people pulling a prank. Right. But I don't know. Anyway. Oh, man. Gosh, I I love this stuff. So the one, the one theory that exists in, uh, like, the entire world, I mm-hmm. suppose, that makes sense to me. Right. Um, and it, it says here, locals favored the explanation that the meat was vomited up by buzzards. Yeah, I've heard that before. Who, as is their as is their custom, mm-hmm. seeing one of their companions disgorge himself, immediately followed suit. It's like somebody vomits, and then they're like, "It's a vomit party." <laughs> um, so sorry. Have you seen I'm that episode sorry. of The Office where Pam vomits, <laughs> and then everyone in the office vomits? Because <laughs> we kind of do that too, but not in the uh-huh. same way. I don't think. It's not it's on like purpose. Yeah. It's like yawning. Some people are more susceptible. susceptible. Yeah. <laughs> or like uh like there's an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Dee starts doing her dry heaving and Max like, "Oh, don't no, cuz if you do that, I'm going right. to I'm going to uh, I'm going to do it. Stop. Stop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes. oh, I just realized that as we're talking about that, there might be people <laughs> who are susceptible to that sound. Uh, hopefully not. I would not flatter myself into thinking that any of my dry heave sounds are good enough. That That's fair. Any of you would be would be lured into doing that. Hopefully not. So we'll put a trigger warning. Vomit sounds. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to... After I was looking at this... I I looked at other lists of things that have fallen out of the sky. Sweet. And there's a there's a sad lack of uh like historical examples. Okay. It's just like recent things. Yeah, most of them are recent like uh, in the past like 19th century or newer. Okay. Well, I mean, that's still like history. Yeah. It's just not as old. Well, I should say most of them are in the 21st century. Right. That's um, okay. But like nothing, nothing as old as the Kentucky thing, and nothing but, as cool as sky yeah. meat. <laughs> nothing as terrible as sky meat. This first one, uh, 
I was a little worried I wasn't going to find anything that good, but then I went there. This one's from List First. Okay, uh, I'll I'll key, I'll get the link on Facebook. Right. Uh, the first one is Spider Rain. Oh no! <laughs> that was exactly the sound I made. Like oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Dude, I don't want that at all. Spiders. Spider Torrential. Where? Uh, let me see. Santo, uh, Santo Antonio de Platina, town about 250 miles west of Sao Paulo. In Brazil? Uh, yes. Okay. So I'm safe. Uh, well, for now. Okay. I mean, I was assuming it was someplace, like, mildly tropical, so... <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> I'm pretty okay over here. Probably. And then it, uh... <laughs> It lists uh, it lists the Kentucky Kentucky example, of course. And then in the nineteen twenties, there was a song. There was a song called "You're the Cream in My Coffee." Okay. Well, and it says, well, and then in nineteen sixty nine, the town of Chester, South Carolina, there was enough cream for everyone's coffee, and it came from the skies. What? What good writers? That's awesome. Uh, but I guess the there was a manufacturer that did powdered cream, Cremora. Okay. And they had a problem with this exhaust vent. Oh, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> so so it, every like, time they... It went up powder, and then it hit rain, and then it rained down on them cream? Well, like a gunky, sticky, cream, Ew. cloggy oh, that's so mess. terrible. <laughs> Gro- and, like, you know, when white... Things are raining down on you from uh, the sky. You're probably oh, just immediately nasty. grossed. <laughs> oh, nasty. There are too I many gross they... things that are white. <laughs> it's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. And sticky. Uh, they got fined $4,000 for releasing Cremora beyond the plant boundaries. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm glad that there was something <laughs> to charge them with. They're like, I don't know what we're going to charge you with, but it's going to be something. Right. Oh, one uh, of them is, just says, number three on our list is cow. A whole cow? A whole cow. It looks like a whole cow. 1997, what? Japanese fishing trawler was rescued by a Russian patrol boat in the Sea of Japan. When the mm. castaways were asked how their boat came to be in distress, they replied, a cow fell from the sky and sank <laughs> us. <laughs> what? Oh, oh no. Oh, my see, That's so much worse than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I like that you hadn't read it yet. <laughs> oh man a cow fell from the sky and sank us isn't that what happens in like um monty python don't they throw a cow at them or something they, they throw a cow at the castle in their trebuchet that's what i'm saying yeah i mean it didn't sink the castle but that no, was their but yeah i'm just saying like that's that's literally a joke i've seen in a movie like that's what Oh, gosh. Oh, I'm reading the rest. This is, wow. Are they sure they were translating correctly? Since these are Russian <laughs> Japanese people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm. It was a cow. Fell from the sky and sank us. It's oh. like, oh, okay. So it says that the fishermen were arrested. Because um, they're liars. Because oh. they're liars. <laughs> then two weeks later, an embarrassed member of the Russian Air Force... That's that's always a good start to a sentence. An embarrassed member of the Russian Air Force. <laughs> Sounds great. Oh, I love Russia. Informed Japanese authorities that one of its crew members had indeed stolen a cow for its beef and took it aboard his flight. What? 
cows being cows, however, it didn't like the enclosed spaces and definitely didn't like flying. So in order to save the aircraft and themselves, the airmen threw the poor cow out the plane what? at 30,000 30, feet no. just as it was flying over the Sea of Japan. No. Oh, no. And they sunk a boat with it. Dude. And they sunk a boat. That's a great weapon against. That's a cheap weapon. That's so much cheaper than a bomb. Just drop cows from the sky. And it's scarier, well, too. The uh, the sailors were immediately released from prison. That's fair, because they weren't liars. They, they, they sounded weren't. like they were liars. But. They sounded like they were on, uh, like, 11 different types of drugs, <laughs> yeah. and they, they came up with the worst story. Right. Like, this isn't real. You're an idiot. Um, like, why are you out here? I, a, a cow <laughs> hit us, and we sank. <laughs> Uh, you're under you're all under yeah, arrest that's all not, of you that's clearly not true <laughs> every uh, single one of you is going to prison you're a moron <laughs> see my favorite thing about that is like you know occam's razor says probably not mm-hmm. and like generally i go with occam's razor is that you know the easiest is true um and the uh-huh. easiest in that case is you're lying um but sometimes it, occam's razor is wrong Sometimes cow. Sometimes a cow falls from the sky and sinks a boat. Yeah, and when you tell people, they put you in jail. But you're, you know, you're telling the truth, and eventually the truth will set you free. Maybe. Can you imagine being the uh, the attorney for those sailors? Being like, <laughs> I told you. He would be so excited. I bet he was the one pushing <laughs> on that dude, that pilot. He was like, "You better freaking tell the truth, loser." <laughs> like the best day of their lives was finding the Russian pilot. How cool would you be, too, if you were that lawyer? You're like, yeah, well, I got the people with the boat sunk from the frickin' sky with a cow. And I got got them off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just, uh, I need to frame that sentence. An embarrassed member of the Russian Air Force. (laughs) It's a really good, it's beautiful. This was in 1996. I'm going to write a book just so I can start a Just so I can have an embarrassed member from the Russian Air Force. So the last two items on the list, um, one of them's like, oh, cool. And then the other one's like, oh, no, again. (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no, no. sir. Uh, Number two is money. Oh, I mean, that's dangerous, though. It is dangerous. Like, there's a lot of chaos. I'm sure. People could have died. The item itself is not like spider rain where you're like, oh, oh, no. So wait, where did the money fall and why? Uh, let me see. So this one's pretty close to me at the moment. 1957. Uh, oh, it's kind of weird. Thousands of 1,000 uh, franc notes seemingly fell from the sky in the small town. Oh, no, no, no. Never mind. What? Oh, well, no, no, no. Never mind. There, there are two. They're citing two instances. Oh, okay. I was like, I feel like the franc notes falling in America would be pretty weird. Yeah. I'm like, wait, why are and there franc notes? in useful. <laughs> So one of them is the franc notes in France. Okay, and then that makes sense. In 1975, hundreds of $1 bills totaling $588 fell from the skies in Chicago. Ooh. That's weird. Uh, oh, oh my gosh. There's like a ton of examples. Of money? Uh, hmm. Ramsgate, England, pennies seemingly fell from the heavens oh, on December 3rd. Oh, that's so mean. First of all, that <laughs> hurts. And second of all, pennies are worthless. And you're like, oh, oh, oh no. You're literally just being pelted with garbage. Right. From cashier at Metal Garbage. A store claimed they came. What? Oh, a a cashier at the store claimed that they came down in short, scattered bursts for about 15 minutes. So people throw a handful and then they have to grab another one. 
and then do another one. Yeah. No, no one actually saw them falling, but everyone heard the sound of them plinking. Well, that's good. That probably means no one got hit by them in the face. Pennies are so boring that no one actually cares if they fall from the sky. <laughs> they're just like, they hear the sound and they're like, what? And then they're like, dude, now we have to clean this up. Uh, there's just, just pennies. Yeah. Uh, more bizarre was the fact that the coins appeared to be dented as if they fell from high altitude, but there were no tall buildings nor airplanes. Weird. I mean, I bet that's what they said about that cow. Yeah, honestly. that's true. There do not appear to be any cow-based landmasses anywhere in the Sea of Japan. Yeah, however, so that's however, weird. <laughs> the, the rule of Occam's razor says no. The rule of cow says yes. Yeah, the rule of cow. <laughs> it's my new favorite rule. The rule of cow and embarrassed Russian Air Force pilot says yes. Yep, that's true. All right, what's the last one that's going to scare me? Oh, last one just says blood. Uh, see, I told you. Blood is worse. Blood, <laughs> no, is, blood worse. is Blood is worse. Oh, no. Uh, it, even, it even has a video. No. Oh, no. What? When uh, was this? Well, I don't know if the video shows the blood. Oh, the blood okay. is, I mean, the video is, uh, it looks like a guy just being interviewed on the news. Okay, well, that's better. Uh, in 2008, residents of the small town of La Sierra, Choco, Colombia, claimed okay. that blood actually rained oh, down on gosh. their small community. When a bacteriologist from another town tested a sampling of the substance, it was indeed verified as blood. Do they know if it was, like, human blood or not? Um, I think it was. Oh, gosh. Why? Otherwise, otherwise they would have specified, because they got a bacteriologist. Right. Um, who would have been like, yeah, it's it's blood, but it's not, like, human blood. What, well, why did it fall from the sky? We don't, don't know. know. Why is no one, like, hmm. why is no one, like, uh, talking about this? Why is Colombia being sketchy about their blood rain? Oh, I guess the, the spiders were in Argentina, actually. Oh, okay. Or actually, there there were more than one. Oh, no. <laughs> There's more than one So what you're telling me rain. is don't live in South America because it's either blood or spiders. Uh, there's there's so many more. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're still, like, analyzing the blood. That was in, like, 2008 in Colombia. Right. They might still yeah. be working on it, but that's almost 10 years ago now. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And then, like, there's, like, rain of fish in Australia. Oh. Starlings. That doesn't seem too weird. That's not that interesting to me. That's probably just a weird storm. That's, like, that's where birds live. It's not weird when they fall out of it. If you walk outside of your house, that's not weird. Yeah, no. That happens. When when birds walk out of their house, it's not weird. I still think the weirdest is the meat, though. That is... It's weird that people ate it. Yeah. Gosh. I, and I'm positive this was like a dude bro thing that was like, hey, I dare you to eat this meat that fell on the ground. Only if you do it first, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and They're then... going to call us gentlemen in the 21st <laughs> century on a website. And then, <laughs> they, and then they ate baby lungs. And they ate babies. Probably. I mean, that's allegedly they did. Allegedly. Well, at the very least, they ate like buzzard vomit. Right, which not great. It's not good. That fell on the ground. Right. See, and that yeah, that's definitely the only explanation that makes sense. <laughs> so, that like Kentucky, must be what I don't know Kentucky. Why? I mean, don't blame them currently for their history of having creepy why? people. Why Kentucky? <laughs> I can hold them accountable. We don't blame the people in Kentucky. We blame your state. 
Yeah, your um, your historical culture, maybe. Yeah, of eating the sky meat. And maybe not, like, blaming, but I sure. say, why Kentucky? I'm actually, like, if anyone would know, it please would respond. be the people. <laughs> please respond. <laughs> what is it? Why? Why would you do this? Speaking of, uh, I'm assuming you're you're pretty much done. Um, uh, I, th- I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, well, speaking of, resp- I, I, I probably don't want to edge into like weird, maybe a sexist bias territory of like you don't hear about like any women eating this meat. <laughs> it might not be the best, <laughs> 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 but you know it's hysterical history, so we can say whatever yeah. we want. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, but so speaking of talking to us, uh, we have an email address, uh, hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. Please send us more stories or just information you have about anything we talk about, including sky meat or Kentucky or spiders or blood, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. But especially if you have someone you'd like us to talk about or an event you'd like us to talk about, we would love to research that for you. Yes. We also... um I mean, it's going to sound weird uh, to you, the listeners, but to us, recording in the future, we finally got up on iTunes and everything. So you can subscribe there or listen on our website or on Google Play or anywhere where podcasts are available. SoundCloud also. SoundCloud? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And on the Facebook page, you'll have your sources for this episode in case you want to read more or just like validate that we have sources and read things and aren't just making everything up. Right. And we, you know, we might be. But I don't think we'd be that good at making all this up. I'm going to be honest. Uh, The the cool thing about history is that it's it's so much. Yeah. And and it's also cool. It could all be made up. We, you know, we're just guessing mostly. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to remember the um, the URL of our website now that we have it. I want to say it's Hysterical History uh, Simplecast FM. Yes, hystericalhistory.simplecast.fm. It's linked it. um, in our Twitter. It'll be on Facebook. Right. You can listen to it in the browser. And it's and Haley made the website, and it's pretty. So. Yay! I did it! You I'm did. <laughs> I'm important. But anyway, thank you for listening. Um, and we'd love if you would subscribe um, and rate and review us wherever you're listening. Um, but even if you don't, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks, guys. And um, you'll hear us next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.